Welcome to podcast number 40 on December 1st of 2021. My name is Ian Duncan McDonald. I am the author of several investments books. My two latest ones are American High Dividend Handbook and Canadian High Dividend Handbook. I think you will find tonight's podcast interesting. The first question tonight is, in adding growth stocks to a long-term portfolio, what do I look for? It sounds simple, but you look for growth. How do you find growth? Most financial investment services have research pages where you can view the share prices and dividend payouts of a company going back for decades. One reason I only invest in dividend-paying stocks is that I want to look back 20 years and not only see constantly increasing share prices, but see constantly rising dividend payouts. Dividends are paid out of profits. I want to know that I am investing in companies that are devoted to increasing their profits. To pick the best of such stocks, I scored them on 11 factors. If you are interested in scoring, go to www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com. Question number two. What do you think of REITs? REITs are real estate investment trusts. They are like any investment. There are good ones and bad ones. They must be evaluated. Fortunately, like common stocks, they do have book values, operating margins, trade volume statistics, price to earnings ratios. You can look at decades of information on their prices and their dividend yields. I have had REITs who have grown by more than 300% in a year. I have another whose share price has changed little in 20 years, but it has constantly paid a regular 7% dividend, even through the 2008 and 2020 market crashes. I have had one that, while still financially strong, has had their price drop by 50%. I hold on to it because it continues to pay a high dividend. I had thought with the closing of office buildings because of COVID-19 that those REITs who rent commercial properties would be severely hurt by the economic conditions. The ones I own were not seriously impacted. The low mortgage rates have made many of them more profitable than they were previously. Old mortgages at much higher rates were substituted with the current low mortgage rates. This cut their operating expenses significantly. Often, the monthly REIT income I receive is not taxable because it is not classified as a dividend, but as a return 
of my initial invested capital. REITs have provided a solid base to my portfolios. I score all my investments before I buy them and recommend that anyone who buys a REIT or a stock score their proposed purchases. If you want information on how to score stocks, go to my website. I add only the strongest of investments to my portfolios and my portfolio contains several REITs. Question number three is short and sweet. How do I convince people to invest in my idea? The answer is short and sweet. Sell me on it. Provide me with the last 10 years of financial statements showing ever-increasing profits. Question number four. What does a stock with a low volume and no price movement tell you? It means that few investors are interested in the stock, which indicates you're going to have difficulty both buying and selling such a stock. With low volume trading stocks, you will see large fluctuations in the share price as buyers and sellers must set a price high enough or low enough to encourage the few people interested in trading the stock to part with it. You especially see very low trading volumes in preferred shares. In my book, American High Dividend Handbook, you can see in the stock scoring matrix that stocks with trading volumes under 10,000 shares receive a score of 0 out of 10, while stocks with volumes of 2,000,001 shares receive 10 out of 10. Financially strong companies typically see their share prices move only a few cents every day on high trading volumes. Question number five. How would you score a penny stock with a trading volume of 250,000 shares that traded for 15 cents a share? I would score a 15 cent stock the same way I would a $1,500 stock. Numbers are just numbers at whatever information source you use in researching stocks. The stock scoring matrix in my website shows you the elements I use in picking stocks and monitoring them. It will also show you how many points a stock with a trading volume of 250,000 shares would receive in its subscore. I have yet to find a stock paying less than a dollar that scores well, and I have scored thousands of stocks. I am as far from a speculative investor as you will find so far, it has not hurt me. My portfolio is now more than 300% larger and still growing than when I started investing. This growth is despite my taking a very generous income out of it each year. Question number six. Do stock market trends follow a regular pattern? If stock market trends followed a regular pattern, most speculators would not lose money. It is not possible to accurately predict future share prices. However, 
it is possible to predict the future profits of financially strong companies paying high dividends. Looking back 20 years, you can see the shares of financially strong companies steadily increasing along with ever-increasing dividend payouts. These historical records are easily accessible. They will show about 90% of such stocks continuing to pay their regular dividends through market crashes, even though their share prices may be declined by as much as 50%. Some of these companies even increase their dividend payouts in recessions. Dividends are paid out of profits. Corporate executives are not focused on trying to increase share prices. They are focused on exceeding their profit objectives. If profits start to shrink, there are many strategies to increase profits. For example, reducing the number of staff, squeezing suppliers harder to get better prices, bundling products into attractive packages, introducing new products, and so on. Obviously, higher profits can attract speculators who drive prices up. This is one reason the share prices of such companies recover so rapidly and achieve new highs. Share prices follow the whims of speculators whose reasons for buying and selling can be more emotional than logical. They fortunately, for those who concentrate their investments on financially strong companies paying high dividends, speculators do not control profits. Question number seven. What are some good stocks which are presently undervalued? Undervalued suggests that a stock has some intrinsic value. They don't. Stock markets are auction vehicles. A stock is only worth what someone is willing to pay for it at this very moment. There are stocks who it is easy to predict that their share prices will increase steadily year after year. They are financially strong companies paying high dividends whose share prices and dividend payouts have increased steadily for many years. In my latest books, American High Dividend Handbook and Canadian High Dividend Handbook, you can easily identify such stocks. The books contain pages of charts sorted four ways by stock score, share price, dividend yield percent, and alphabetically. These have been supplemented with a page for each stock, providing the 11 facts which created the stock's total score. Immediately, you can see the strengths and weaknesses of a stock. For example, does the price-to-earnings ratio indicate the stock is overpriced? Is the book value of the stock too low? Are analysts rating the stock as a buy? Is the operating margin weak? Are the volume of shares traded too low? And so on. In addition, a new historical chart on the same page 
shows a share price and a dividend payout in the years 2021, 2016, 2011, and 2001. You can easily see if this is a stock that constantly shows share prices and dividend payouts. Dividends are paid from profits. Long established, financially strong, profitable companies are most likely to remain profitable for years to come. They pay their reliable dividends through market crashes and pandemics when speculative investors panic. Both books list all common stocks that were paying dividend yield percentages of 3.5% or greater at the time the books were compiled in 2021. The stocks in the U.S. book originated from the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ. The Canadian stocks were stocks traded on the Toronto Stock Exchange. The books also contain chapters that explain in detail how the software for the scores were designed to create strong portfolios which are most likely to average annual dividend payments in excess of 6% and capital gains in excess of 9%. This book gives helpful insights into why a portfolio of 20 financially strong companies paying high dividends is a safer, more rewarding investment than a mutual fund, index fund, or ETF. Helpful suggestions are provided on careful money management. Book buyers can request a free copy of the stock scoring software used so that at any time they can sort any group of stocks they're considering from the most to the least desirable. Question number eight. Can you hold on to stocks you bought forever? Forever is a long time. I have held on to some of my stocks for 20 years because they've paid a consistently high dividend over 5% while also having a score over 50. If either of those fell, I would look for a replacement with a better stock exceeding those criteria. I can go for a year or more and neither buy or sell a stock. Yet, I realize a six-figure dividend income and my portfolio has grown steadily to more than 300% from where I started, despite taking out this annual income. Even during the market crashes of 2008 and 2020, the steady dividends continued despite the share prices dipping like all share prices but they quickly recovered. All stocks paying dividends over 3.5% traded on the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ are scored and analyzed. This includes a snapshot of their share prices and dividend payouts over the last 20 years. Investing equally in portfolio of 20 financially strong stocks Paying high dividends would give you a safe, diversified portfolio which you may never have to meddle with other than perhaps reinvesting the dividend income 
into the 20 stocks. Being a soft-directed investor means you have no investor advisor's fees eating into your dividend returns. That could save you several hundred thousand dollars over a lifetime. Question number nine. How do analysts know the exact factors behind stock market changes? Like newspaper reporters who have to write something to fill a newspaper, analysts are paid to write something. Hopefully, that sounds logical to explain factors behind stock market changes. It is called creative writing. It is a BS industry and BS baffles brains. Who is going to challenge them? Who has more experience in BSing? Question number 10. How do you match the degree of risk with the return on profit? What factors must be considered? The potential and risk of stocks can be scored. My two latest books, American High Dividend Handbook and Canadian High Dividend Handbook, were written for those who have never invested in the stock market, who have lost money in the stock market, who fear outliving their life savings, who fear the next market crash. They were written to show how to generate a safe, reliable dividend income while growing their portfolio. In the books, you will find charts sorted four ways by stock score, share price, dividend yield percent, and alphabetically. They are supplemented with a page for each stock providing the 11 facts which created the stock's total score. Immediately you can see answers to the stock's strengths and weaknesses. It took months to compile the information in these two books. You can have instant access to the valuable information in an ebook available from Kindle or a printed book from Amazon. Question number 11. What is the point of owning millions of dollars of shares if you can't spend them like real money? It is all about what kind of stocks these millions of shares are in. If they are financially strong companies paying high dividends, you can easily realize a dividend income averaging 6% of the portfolio's total value. Financially strong companies pay their steady dividends even in market crashes. They're also the first to recover and reach new highs. Such stocks give you spending money while their share prices grow. Final question number 12. In view of the recent big share price drop, should I pull my money out of the stock market now? Stocks go up and stocks go down because speculators control share prices. However, speculators do not control the profits of companies, which are controlled by companies' executives. Financially strong companies pay their regular dividends through market crashes and always quickly recover after a crash to new record highs. 
speculators need to sell their shares at the worst possible time to generate survival income. Are you invested in financial strong companies or speculative stocks? If you do not know how to identify financially strong companies, I would suggest you go to my website. Thanks for listening. If you wish more information on investing and stock scoring, please visit my website, www.saferbetterdividendinvesting.com. <laughs>